Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Soap Opera for Dudes Digest, a weekly podcast chronicling the real-life drama, emotion, and heartbreak of a fantasy football league in which you obsess over assigning pretend points to real-life football players. I'm your host, Chris Smith, and each week we'll talk about the big roster moves, upsets, victories, and defeats in the past week in the league, and we'll, of course, cover the side bets and any other tomfoolery shenanigans or whatever the managers are up to and what we're looking forward to this coming weekend. It is week 14. It is the playoffs. We made it. We made it through the regular season, and now it's time for the single elimination bracket. That is the playoffs. There's the championship bracket and the beer bracket, and we'll talk about it all. Uh, But first, before we get there, let's talk about what happened in week 13 to close us out. Uh, let's see. I beat John. Uh, I, 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 I curse, I, I curse exterminated John. Uh, I'm now 10 and three and John is seven and six. Uh, even without, uh, Melvin Gordon and the now suspended, uh, Kareem Hunt, I pulled out the win. John, take that. Um, Emmanuel Sanders and David Johnson and AJ Green all faltered for John. He did not have a good week. He was, 66 points under the Yahoo uh, the Yahoo projection. Bad bad week. So the curse came back. Maybe karma. Maybe just, uh, yeah, we'll see. But John is in the championship bracket and, uh, you know, has a lot to look forward to this coming week. Brett is now 7-6. and six. He got the highest score on the week. He squeaked out a win over Matt, who had the second highest score of the week. I think. Uh, yeah, and Matt's now 4-9. It was super close. Matt was led, of course, by Patrick Mahomes. Welcome back, Patrick Mahomes. And Todd Gurley, his acquisition from Glenn. Not really a surprise there. Uh, Brett had a great game out of Philip Lindsay, and not really a surprise there. But also, Kansas City's kicker, who really had a good game. So uh, it was a super close one, but Brett, you held Matt off. Congratulations, Brett. You are also in the championship playoffs, and Matt is a front runner in the beer bracket. Collins now nine and four. Uh, he beat Scott, uh, who's now five and eight. Uh, it was sort of an underachieving off. Uh, you know, neither team did super well. Not that any team particularly needed to to get a win. You just got to beat the person next to you. Um, but they didn't do great. And Colin uh, did less bad than Scott. And uh, and I guess helped Scott out there. Uh, Scott, sorry, you're in the beer bracket, uh, but Colin, uh, you know, looking forward to this week. Uh, Tom is now six and seven. He beat Craig, who had, I think, the lowest score on the week. Uh, sorry about you, Craig. Uh, let's see what happened. Uh, Tom actually continues a, a really good string he's had recently of late season scoring. He was helped out by a big game from Russell Wilson. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, Tariq Cohen all had great games. Uh, Craig had a good game out of Jameis Winston, but otherwise pretty much sputtered out. Uh, Tevin Coleman, who he's since released, and Trey Burton both got zeros, and other things just didn't work out. So sorry about that, man. Uh, Glenn is now six and seven. Uh, he beat Pete, who's now three, nine, and one. Drew Brees and Gronk were disappointments for Pete this week, and you know Gronk, Gronk's been disappointing all year. Drew Brees, nobody really expected that. Uh, Greg Zerline was the top scorer for pete's team with 14 points that's not a great sign when your kicker is your top scorer uh but also glenn's kicker uh kaimi fairbairn uh for houston scored 21 points scored seven more points than pete's highest scoring person so not a great game for pete uh but good job glenn 
And I believe that both are in the uh, beer bracket is how that works. Uh, that's shaking out. Yep, that's right. Uh, and let's see. Lastly, Derek is now 6-6-1. Six, six, and one. He earned himself a spot in the championship bracket with a uh, win over Drew. Uh, and so he secured that spot and also first place in the regular season for me. So thanks, Derek. Uh, neither of these gentlemen's QBs had good scores, really. Uh, Derek had some unevenness through the core, but his defense and his kicker did great and did well enough. Um, yeah, Drew would have been a lot closer if Adam Vinatieri had scored at all. So, uh, yeah, talking about overachievers and underperformers on the week, Glenn was the biggest overachiever. You get the bell. And I believe John was the biggest underachiever. Um, I said 66. No, no, sorry. That would be uh, Craig. Craig was 44 under the Yahoo projection. So, sorry, Craig. Uh, Sorry, John, too. But, uh, you know, you move on. Uh, That's... The only way out is through, uh, and you got to keep moving forward, or whatever the appropriate fantasy football sports analogy is there. Uh, Let's see. In between, after that, people are getting ready for the playoffs, which, again, started on Thursday. Uh, Not many waiver wire moves paid paid off last week. Um, You know, I I think people really got got, went out on a limb uh, to try to scramble to get that week 13. Not too many people worked out. Uh, you know, I don't know. Just looking at the projections and everything else, people kind of underperformed last week as a whole. So I think everybody's trying to get their playoff game in order. But in terms of a hindsight transaction of last week, I don't know. There's just not a lot to say. I'm going to maybe just default to, to saying me. I got Justin Jackson of the Chargers off the waiver wire. And in hindsight, it was a great move. He scored 12 this past week. He did very well. He'll probably do well this week. From my bench, not that I needed him or because I'm on bye this week. So I don't know. It's it's a little it's a little weird. But uh, we had some transactions this week. People are trying to, to scramble for stuff. Brett had the big play. Uh, Brett got Jalen Samuels, the Pittsburgh tight end slash running back. Uh, now that James Conner is injured, uh, Pittsburgh is is looking for that next man up. He can be played from the tight end spot even. And he paid... Because he trained with the tight ends, he he reported with the tight ends uh, at the combine, so he's listed up by Yahoo as a tight end and a running back. It's weird, um, but Brett paid twenty nine dollars to get Jalen Samuels' big pickup over Drew's twenty four. So pretty good bidding there too, Brett. Uh, and let's see, Colin got the uh, Jacksonville D over Matt. Those are the contested ones, but really it's the Jalen Samuels that was the headline. Uh, and in terms of other paid transactions, Derek got Chris Conley, the wide receiver for Kansas City, for $6. Might be a good pickup there. Otherwise, free agents, uh, Brett, also huge move, eight minutes after the waiver wire hit. That was 3.50 a.m. Eastern time, the one true time zone. Uh, Brett added Dante Pettis, who had a great game in the, uh, for San Francisco against the Seahawks. They play the Seahawks again in a couple weeks. I'm scared because I, frankly, I was busy with other things. I forgot to put in a claim. We all slept on Dante Pettis, and Brett, who works nights, was awake and got him to big, big week for Brett. Otherwise, Scott added the New York Giants D. Matt added Jeff Wilson, the San Francisco running back who had a great game against Seattle. Uh, he also added Chris Godwin 
And Pete added just uh, recently added Stephen Ridley, the other running back for Pittsburgh, in case that one works out. And uh, Chris Herndon, the tight end for the New York Jets. Craig, lastly, dropped Tevin Coleman, who super underperformed for him last week and kind of all season, really. Tevin Coleman has not had a year uh, to be proud about hard because that's a contract year for him. Uh, and he added uh, LeGarrette Blunt. So I hope that works out for everybody. Uh, with regards to a transaction of the week, I just got a hats off to Brett, man. Uh, Brett now is looking super scary for the playoffs. Um, pretty, pretty darn scary thinking about it. He goes up against John, and then he, I believe, is, is he on my side of the bracket? I'm trying to maybe not. Who, who am I playing? Uh, no, I, I would be playing. Uh, dang. Okay, yeah, I, I'm playing Brad or John. Neither one seems like a great matchup for me. Oh, gosh. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a nervous time here. Uh, nervous time here uh, at, at Bakery. Um, so in the championship bracket this week, we've got, uh, as I mentioned, Brett taking on John and Colin taking on Derek. Uh, Drew has a bye. Um, he earned that bye probably by like week, I don't know, 12. Um, and then I have a bye as well. Uh, and in the beer bracket, uh, Matt and uh, Craig are facing each other, and Pete and Scott are facing each other, while Glenn and Tom have the week off. So to my fellow vacationers, Drew, Glenn, and Tom, enjoy your week from the sidelines. Uh, try to still stay active if you can. It will help you out. It will help you stay clued in. And otherwise, to the other eight contestants, good luck. Hope it goes well. Uh, play well. Hope your lineups all do great. Um, you know, it'd just be a bad time to end on a, on a sour note. So just, uh, everybody do well and, uh, yeah, absolutely. Otherwise, uh, you know, looking forward to some videos. Maybe when people get eliminated, uh, we already saw a video from, uh, Glenn this week. Glenn, thank you so much. I, you know, I honestly didn't get a chance to see it yet, but I see these grinding up, uh, some Thanksgiving food and, uh, and yeah, per a side bet, um, I'm probably going to come back after this recording to comment on that. So that, that just came into my inbox. Um, otherwise, you know, we got some people owing some videos. If you owe, you, you know, you know, just, uh, do, do your, play your part. All right. Uh, otherwise let's see other shenanigans. Give of the week, you know, I already gave him one bell, but I'm gonna give him another bell. Because Brett, GIF of the week, when responding to my comment about him working or working that Dante Pettis pickup in the middle of the night, he replied with the uh, Millhouse eyebrows from The Simpsons. And uh, I don't know. Just just got my goat. I, I, I like it. it. It definitely made me smile and uh, just like a little, little sneaky. So, yeah. Uh, good job, Brett. This week all around. Uh, let's see. Otherwise, you know, we're just looking forward to like doing what we do every week. So playing each other at fantasy football, watching some football, you know, we have some great matchups. Uh, we've got, I think the ones with most fantasy impact, maybe the dolphins versus the Patriots. We got to see if, uh, Miami can hold off Brady. Miami has been Brady's kryptonite over the years. So we'll, we'll see if that happens. We've got some great defenses versus some great offenses. So we got the chiefs versus the Ravens. And we've got uh, the Rams and whoever the Rams are going to dissect. Actually, that'll be a pretty good game. Uh, I'm stalling right now because I forgot what the, the Rams' opponent is this week. And you're listening to me Googling things. Uh, they are, 
They are playing. Oh, they're playing the Bears. Yeah. So Rams, Bears, and Chiefs, Ravens. Those are going to be some great O versus some great D on each side. So we'll see if either of those are high scoring games, in which case, uh, you know, the offense is really doing well, or if it's a low scoring game. And plus, with the Ravens, we're going to see maybe Lamar Jackson actually has to score a lot of points. Uh, this time so we'll see also just like a lot of firepower the the saints versus the bucks uh are playing so um you know maybe maybe the saints will put up a lot of points instead of what they did against dallas so a lot of fun football to watch of course uh you know being a seahawks fan i i'm also looking forward to monday when the seahawks and the vikings are on prime time and i get to watch it on my tv here in brooklyn which is a rare treat so i'm super excited about that Hey, just recording this after the fact. I uh, wanted to talk after I'd seen the videos. Uh, John did a wonderful dice challenge with hoisin and sour cream and Irish cream uh, liquor that looked foul. Uh, if John might vomit, then you know it's bad because that dude has a stomach and, and will of iron. So, uh, yeah, also a special shout out to John's wacky bowling shirt, maybe. I don't know. It, it, at least on camera, it looked like maybe it was fish scales, and, uh, and that was pretty fun. So, John, uh, way, to, way to go. And then, of course, the, the video I talked about earlier in the show, uh, Glenn doing the Thanksgiving-themed. Glenn, you went out and got cranberry sauce. Hats off to you, man. I feel like that and Smirnoff together or an ice together uh might not be as bad as it could have been i feel like you've been you've been i don't want to say lucking out because it's it's not a good punishment uh but definitely you know not vom inducing on the same level as john uh but also a special shout out to chugging that whole thing in one go that was an entire can of jellied cranberry sauce and an entire ice all without stopping so good job glenn and uh yeah fun stuff on the punishment videos i hope they're fun to watch uh definitely uh you know okay to do having done a couple myself so far excuse me uh just was thinking about john and uh yeah so good job boys and uh, we'll look forward to perhaps some more videos this coming week uh so here on the show recurring segment can i speak to a manager at long last we've got pete Pete on the show, manager of Bud Eyes Penguins. How's it going? It's going pretty well. Again, Chris. <laughs> Doing just fine. Um, I guess, you know, I just want to start with a few high-level questions that I've been asking everybody. And I know the results are one thing, but uh, how would you tell the story of your season so far? You know, you know when Charlie Brown goes to kick the football uh-huh. and uh, Lucy pulls it away? Uh-huh. That's kind of how my season's feeling. <laughs> just, uh, just a lot of a lot of whiffs. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, of, you a had, lot of moves. You made more moves by a lot than anybody else in the league. You were the first to expend your fab. Um, do you have any any transactions that stick out? Any anything that you know you consider to be a, a nice win on the transaction side, or or you know, kind of a whiff that sticks out? I think. Well, I missed out on Tyler Boyd to you by a few dollars. Oh, uh, I remember yeah. that was unfortunate. Um, and I ended up with Calvin Ridley instead, who's been okay. Um, right. And I did eventually get a Boyd from you in a trade. Uh-huh. But uh, nothing, I don't know. I mean, I was 
early on Chris Carson by a week, which was unfortunate. Yeah. He got a zero on my roster one week, I think. And then yeah. after that, he played well. I think, I don't know, all the moves made sense to me. And I think yep. I got a lot of a transaction of the week awards. You did. There was a lot so, of, of good stuff where like you were, you were banking on potential and banking on people who looked like they had a really good situation. And some of them hit and some of them didn't. And that's just kind of the way it goes sometimes, I think. Yeah, I thought I don't know. I thought I made some some good moves. I picked up. I'm still proud of my my bid for Yeldon, grabbing him. Yes, in like week three or four by just the right amount. That yes. felt pretty good. Yes, although he's kind of he's trailed off. Yeah, well, I mean, Fournette's back now, of course. Yeah, but did did he work out for you? Like during the time, I didn't actually. I'm sorry, I didn't pay attention to yeah. his performance once he was on your team. He had he had a, a handful of strong performances and better than most of my other running backs. Yeah. So yeah <laughs> um how do you feel like you made out in the trade market because i feel like in addition to all the fab moves you made some pretty big trades over the course of the season yeah i mean in some sense um well yeah i think i did pretty well in the trades um i'm honestly not sure why craig traded me breeze but uh <laughs> for i mean it made it, it sort of made sense yes um i still think well Breeze was Breeze was the best player there. But, yeah. Uh, anyway, Breeze didn't do so well last week, so he I don't didn't. Know, we, but we that feels like a trade. fluke. There's there. I mean, their season's been so good this year. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did okay in the trades. I don't know. I maybe my roster is a little better than it was a few weeks ago, but I still didn't exactly have a lot to work with, and a little better than abysmal is still pretty bad yeah did you have any big injuries this year with your with your players i know i remember of course last year david johnson really you know got injured hard like in week one or two or something this year injuries weren't my problem it was just every player i drafted did just worse than last year just like so so yeah yeah um yeah i can't blame injuries this year (laughs) <laughs> I <laughs> I got I got no excuses. Um so I did yeah, after having, you know, pretty mixed performance in this league the last few years. Yeah. I tried to mix I tried a draft strategy that I have not really tried before, which was sort of the positional scarcity strategy. Okay. What do you mean by that? Uh basically targeting uh, like players at positions where there's typically one or two players who are far above yes. the rest of the players at that position uh-huh. and who effectively, you know, distance you from the pack uh, of other teams yeah. more. Yeah. Which I mean, like you drafted Gronk in the second round. Perfect example, right? right? Historically, he is a cut above every other tight end. He's like, Basically, it's like playing two players, and I certainly benefited from that last year. But right. this year has not been the year of Gronk, weirdly. Yeah. Yes. And the same thing with Rodgers, who, you know, historically has been in the top two or maybe three quarterbacks. Uh-huh. Um, and again, he's just been pretty average this yeah. season. Yeah. And you picked up Jacksonville early. I'm just looking at right. your... Right. Jacksonville. Even my kicker. Even... I got the best kicker. Yeah, you, you know, did. In whatever yeah. round. Yeah. And... He's been he's been fine. This yeah. Year. Well, he got hurt too. So yeah. It's been um, but yeah, Jacksonville, man. I don't know. 
what happened. They looked so strong last year. Yeah. And even at the start of the year, they were looking pretty like good on defense. They got a nice win early in the year, I think, over the Patriots, was it? Or trying to remember. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. Um, But so my lesson that I learned is, well, position scarce, this position scarcity strategy in, in any year, there might be one or two players who end up at the top, you know, by a wide margin of yeah. the position yeah. and who, you know, really lift you above the other teams. But if you don't correctly predict those players mm-hmm. at draft time, mm-hmm. then you're screwed because the rest of your position. And that is so with. hard to do. I mean, who would think that like Gronk coming back relatively healthy, you know, is not going to be a, a huge force or Aaron Rodgers, you know, still an amazing quarterback, um, you know, that that his team would just be garbage this year, you know? Right. Yeah. And I think, yeah. So so my strategy this year did not pan out at all, Yeah, uh, which is fine. You know, I took a shot on something new. Yeah. Uh, won't, won't, won't really try it again next year. I don't think. <laughs> now, uh, I guess did, and I know that uh, you also play in other leagues, right? Did you try that something similar? How did it work out? Um, I've never tried something like this. Um, the other league, actually, my other league uh, failed this year. We did not uh, repeat it, so I'm only in one oh, league okay. right now. Oh, you but, are? Um, okay, cool. One league yeah, club. My other, Yay! <laughs> my other league uh, used to be a keeper league. Oh. Uh, so that was a little bit different. Yes. But uh, in, uh, I was thinking, I was looking back at some drafts last night, and I think just generally... There's something about fantasy football where I'm always a year too early or a year too late. Yes. So, yes. Like this year, I was a year too late on Kronk. Uh-huh. Um, going, let's see, back two years ago, I think, I drafted Adrian Peterson after he had like 2,000 yards from scrimmage and a yes. dozen touchdowns yeah, or something. And, and that was the year when he started on the Saints and went to the Cardinals, right? No, this was the year before. This was last year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it was my second year in the league. Uh Uh-huh. Maybe your your first. Uh, Yes, Um, that's right. But, uh, yeah, then, you know, I drafted him in the first round after an amazing season. Mm -hmm. And then he tore his MCL in week two or something. Yeah. So that was a year too late. Um, Yeah, it was a year too late on Des Bryant. The season before that, mm-hmm. I yeah, and then I also have a checkered history with uh, keepers of being too early. Oh, so, interesting. Okay, um, so you're you're like you're in that sort of like futures market on on some people who have since blown up, but yeah. So back in yeah, these things I'll, I'll never live these down. Back in the day, like uh, uh, Antonio Brown. Uh, yeah. his rookie season, he didn't do much. His second season, he like started to break out. He actually had a thousand yards receiving. Yeah. You and were like, then, Oh, I see a future in that kid. Yeah. So then <laughs> I kept him for like, uh, the season after that. Yeah. And then he was terrible. He like, Oh, well he was, I don't know. He did not live up to the expectations of his breakout season. Yes. So then I didn't keep him that second year. And then after that, he blew up. Yeah, and he then he's became. been the best receiver in the game for exactly. Yeah, so uh-huh. too early there. Same thing with Keenan Allen. It's like first year receiver did pretty well. Kept him for his second year. He was terrible. Yeah. Well, and then he got hurt, and like, yeah, there's yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So, yeah. Timing's just, hard know, to something hit. Something about football. Yeah, but it, it's, I mean, timing's just so hard to hit on this stuff. Like, I also, man, I, I get in my own head so much uh about like oh what do i do like do i keep them are they is you know did i get this person i might as well play them or did i just like throw away money to to let them sit on my bench and then they don't hit or they do hit and then i get rid of them too early or just give matt patrick mahomes for free (laughs) i don't mm, anyway it's yeah you could make you could make a pretty strong roster with all the players you dropped this season chris I really could. I, I'm actually now. I'm, I want to look at that because, <laughs> like, yeah, of course, quarterback Patrick Mahomes. Uh, who else did I drop? Uh, uh, dropped. I know, I know. I got Cooper Cup from you. Yep. I dropped. A strong season. Baker Mayfield. I dropped. Uh, Fitzpatrick. I dropped a lot of quarterbacks, frankly. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, you got Cooper Cup. Uh, yeah. <laughs> kareem hunt ew uh yeah i can't do that but yeah no it's it there's always regrets and there's always things that hit a little too early or for me this year man it's been the trades i i feel like i made out good on like one trade and then everything else has been even too bad um for me because i got rid of james connor before he kept being awesome i got rid of uh sony michelle before you know, I, I thought that Rex Burkhead would come back and do great, and Sonny Michelle is still the starter. Um, yeah. No, there's just a. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well. It's made of overthinking strong, and regrets. That's still in a strong position. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty scared of uh, Brett right now in my, in my side of the bracket, but. Yeah, I was, I was looking at the teams this morning, and I think Brett's. Brett's got a pretty strong shot. Yeah, I really wish I had made some sort of move on Dante Pettis overnight, and I just didn't. I I forgot to, and I went to sleep, and then I woke up, and I saw it, and I was like, ah, dang it. (laughs) Because I got got Diggs who's hurt, and ah, could be good. But yeah, we'll see. And like, here's the thing. I mean, like, I think we've seen Yahoo projections and teams that look pretty strong just totally sputter in a given week. You know, something happens, like the Saints play the Cowboys or whatever. And then we've seen teams totally blow up and be like 40, 50 points over expectations. So it's anything can happen. But yeah, that's the NFL these days. Yeah, it's been a really, it's been a wacky year that way, I think. Hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Looking, looking at your playoffs, uh, you know, you got a big matchup here. You're facing Matt, right? I'm sorry, I clicked away from the window. Uh, Scott. Scott. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yahoo projections currently, I don't agree with, but we'll see how they play out. Yeah, I don't even. I don't even know at this point. Yeah, a little bit checked out. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I'm you're like moving on looking forward to 2019 terrified and excited for what you guys find for me to wear yeah yeah I feel like I mean I know I'm here outside of Seattle where most y'all live um but with this garment of shame it would be very hard for me to regularly wear something even at home like and just remember (laughs) to do that every Sunday I think Derek's been good about it uh Mm -hmm. Brett did good about it last year um (laughs) yeah that's it's gonna be something 
Yeah, that is a challenge I I will take on. I earned it this year. Like a gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, yeah, I guess otherwise, I guess, I you know, really my other topic that I, well, I'll move on to my other non-football topic in a little bit. Do you have any uh, uh, questions for me or anything that, that come up? Any grievances so, to air on the podcast or whatever? You know, I've aired plenty of grievances <laughs> in in chat in the past, so I won't. Uh, yeah, this year, this year, I got no one to blame but myself. Yeah. Um, yeah, I wanted to touch on uh, something you mentioned. You touched on with Scott. And, uh, um, I think you and I are similar in this way. Um, you talked about how you really like the social aspect yes, of fantasy. Football. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I think there's something more than that though. It's, it's the fact that it's a game. Yes. And like, I think you're the same as me. Like I just, I love playing games with my friends. Yes. And I, you know, you, it's been it's been clear like you are kind of competitive like you oh i'm i'm from, stupidly competitive yeah you know, I'm, i try to be nice about it but yeah i'm knowing nothing about football and then becoming like one of the top managers in the league <laughs> so um so I, yeah i think you're the same as me where it's just like this is a game and i want to win and yeah. it's fun because i'm playing it with my friends yes um what what do you think that is about it cuz i definitely i've heard some people try to explain sort of the idea of somebody who likes board games as the game becomes a filter or a set of procedural rules that can, you know, dictate certain kinds of interactions that otherwise in a vacuum, you know, you'd feel weird about or Mm -hmm. feel, you know, kind of, it gives, it gives direction and a funnel for those interactions. Hmm. I'm not wholly satisfied by that explanation. I think for me, it's, it's less because I don't know, I've known many of the people in this league for years and years. It's, it's less about, you know, being awkward or, or, you know, having a board or a, a thing to look at instead of each other. Um, but I think it's just, it sets up some different scenarios and some different dynamics that wouldn't otherwise be there. Like as far as, I don't know. I mean, what's, what's your sense about playing games with friends and, and what you get out of it? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think to me it's just about, you know, competing and yes, doing well and hopefully winning. Yes. Uh, and I'd rather play with my friends because, you know, it makes it makes it more fun. It makes you know, you get to enjoy their company during during that time. Um right. public leagues just have never appealed to me in that same way. Yeah. Yeah, I've never never tried that. I guess, you know, that would be fun in some way also, but yeah, and with your friends, you get to come back, you know, again and again every year. Exactly. I'm like, I'm so jealous that I miss that brunch every year. Like, yeah, I'll it, be honest. Like that brunch, and I mean draft day, yes, and football brunch day are like two of my favorite days of the year. Yes, and I'm, I'm just so grateful that we have these, these traditions. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'll try to see if I can save up some airline miles in 2019. See if I can get back. That'd be super fun. Yeah, that would be that would be awesome. Yeah, um, but yeah, it, it's it's about the game for me, and it's I mean it's fun to have this knock on effect where you know now I can enjoy and be conversant in football more than I was before. Before I just used to go yay Seattle and know like you know who Russell Wilson is, and and now it's like oh no, I actually can tell what's going on, and 
you know what's going on with each team so yeah. it's you know side benefit of being able to randomly talk to uh people at parties <laughs> yeah so i got one more one more yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That, uh, what's up i thought would be fun uh-huh so i'll put you on the spot yes if our if our league our set of managers was a football team yes who would play quarterback Ooh, who would play quarterback are we going on personality or uh physically what, what whatever you think <laughs> um let's see i think uh, so quarterback is somebody who has a lot of like plays in their heads they're seeing all the all the routes before they happen um i, I would say like either you or drew yeah. Um, and I say that just because I think that um, both of you are good about seeing the strategy of various moves very quickly um, and, you know, uh, have shown, especially if you take a look at like the transaction market, like when you're like, oh, yeah, I was early on that player. Like, hmm. yeah, that's because you're seeing somebody who will be good, just like somebody who will be open on the field. And so I, I think that vision is the most important thing. Hmm. Okay. Well, my next question was who would be the coach? So, ooh, maybe. Uh, I don't know. Me, I guess. <laughs> Matt, <laughs> probably Matt. He's the one who think, sets up all the all the you know the the league and the the necessary conditions for the. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think Matt would be our tight end. That's, <laughs> that's where he would shine. Yeah, block and just stand there and catch a high ball. Exactly. <laughs> In the end zone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I could see maybe like Tom or Craig being our quarterback. Ooh. Just like their demeanor yes. out on the field. Yeah. Leadership. Yeah. Um, yeah. I could see that maybe. Mm hmm. I don't know. Who would, who would be kicker? Who would be kicker? Uh, Derek, I think, would <laughs> be kicker. <laughs> uh to kickers a little older usually they don't run as much no <laughs> no i love you Derek. i'm just kidding <laughs> nice. but also like there's something about regardless of the situation regardless of the score just like you know uh showing up and and not giving a crap about what's going on and just doing the thing and and doing that's something I, I really admire about Derek. so i would say that that dependability um regardless of situation would be uh why i'd put him a kicker yeah, that's I, I see that. I yeah. could also see Derek, you know, laying a hit on someone from time to time <laughs> on a, a kickoff return. Yes, Gunner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where would you put yourself on the team? I don't know. I, uh, Wh- whoever yeah, wins MVP, like, that'd be me. <laughs> I, I would. I would be. I would play defense. I think you play defense. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to get hit. I want to do the hitting. Yeah um yeah i guess on frisbee i always listed myself as a defender on the on the leagues um yeah i don't know i i feel like i'd probably be something like defense or special teams i don't know <laughs> i'm not a i'm not a footballman uh before playing ultimate frisbee i played tennis and i figure skated so <laughs> you know not really a hitting guy right yeah is there, is there somebody who doesn't get hit a lot i guess uh, that'd be kicker <laughs> <laughs> yeah placeholder yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> kick kick placeholder. Usually that's the punter though, right? Don't they do that? Yeah. Okay. Give me punter. I'll be I'll All be right. punter. You can be the punter. Second team punter. <laughs> totally. Oh, that's that's a fun segment, man. Thanks for thanks for bringing that. <laughs> that was good. Other than that, I mean, I feel like we have a uh, you know Drew stirred the pot. We got some rivalry, you and I, for for best baker. Uh, that, that I don't think we're going to be able to decide in an audio medium. Um, but I'd, I'd love to hear more about uh, you and baking because this is a hobby that I'm just getting into. Um, right. And, you know, how long you've been doing it? What do you like to make? And, uh, yeah, what's what have you been baking recently? Yeah, um, I started baking. Actually, my my baking career and my football watching career started at the same time. Really? which was the year after college, Mm -hmm. you know, I got a job, moved to California Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden I had all this free time. Yeah. So I started baking and I started watching football on Sundays. Nice. Like I'd never been a football watcher before then. Yeah, but it was on. Now, uh, did you come to football? Did you already have friends who were kind of into it and you, you know? Uh, A little bit. Yeah. Like in college, you know, there were a lot of Eagles fans and you know, I got, I watched an Eagles game from time to time in college. Um, yeah, my roommate, uh, that year, those couple of years I lived in California, he was a huge football fan. So mm. I'm sure that played a role. Yeah. Um, but yeah, baking, I don't know. I've always had a sweet tooth. Yes. So it made sense to just make stuff that I liked. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's a way of bringing people together and, uh, making, making your friends happy. Exactly. It's kind of the, I think if I wasn't a baker, I don't know if. Space Invaders ever would have let me on the team. What? Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> but we have benefited greatly from your hobby over the years. So yeah. thank you. Um, yeah, like I said, uh, I'm more of a jack of all trades. Like there's nothing I like am super good at or I'd say is like my specialty. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I like making lots of things. Over the last few years, I've been working on my pies. Nice. And pies, as I'm sure you've... Uh, you're familiar with can be tricky because there's just so many things that can go wrong all the time and it's it's like, like a weird alchemy like i try yeah. to be consistent it's it's i don't know for me it's like a golf swing or a bowling roll or something like that i want to be as consistent with what i'm doing as possible so that way i can only adjust one thing at a time if possible right. but yeah i i still don't understand necessarily what makes one pie good and another pie not quite as successful yeah there's so many variables and so many things that can go wrong. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my pies have been uh, getting better over the years. Nice. What kind of pie do you like to make? Or what have you made uh, recently? I like pecan pie. Ooh, That's what I made. nice. That is on my list of what I want to learn for sure. Yeah. I mean, as far as pies go, it's on the easier side. Um, yeah. As far yeah. as pies go, it's one of the greats. Yes. I always loved that since I was a kid. Yes. So, and in the summer, it's strawberry rhubarb. That's just the classic. Way to go. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, I, I realize this is not a baking show, but mm-hmm. I got to ask, uh, Crust, are you, a, are you a butter person, shortening, uh, uh, lard? Like, what are, you, what are you up to? I am I'm adamant about all butter. Me too. Good man. Yeah. And I think that's part of the challenge is... It does make it harder to bake. Yeah, shortening, shortening, and I've never tried lard, but I know shortening makes it easier. So, yeah, um, 
yeah, we, we have a, a all butter crust recipe that that we use that we got from a, a pie shop that we like here in Brooklyn, and uh, it's hard, man. You gotta you gotta work with it fast, and uh, it's stressful. But once you get it together and it works, ugh, definitely yeah. good. Yeah, I'm all about the butter. Yeah, <laughs> me too. I'll be my my team name next year. <laughs> all about that butter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you have any uh, uh, holiday treats that you're planning on making? um specifically uh not not at the moment i'm kind of in limbo with apartments right now so yeah haven't had uh the most time for for baking mm-hmm. but uh yeah maybe when i'm home with the family i'll help out with the pies or something like that yeah for sure uh and last baking question uh just as far as grab bag of you know jack of all trades whatever do you have any favorite you have a favorite tip or trick that has helped you over the years? Huh. Tip or trick. Or just like, I don't know, way of thinking about something or whatever. Um, always, when you're making muffins, always use muffin wrappers. Ooh, good call. Do not, do not rely on just spraying the pan or whatever because the muffins will stick and they'll be terrible. Yes. Yeah, and then it'll just be like, well, some shards of bread, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So muffin wrappers, cupcake wrappers. You heard it here first. <laughs> Wrap those muffins. <laughs> Another team name. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, cool. Well, uh, I think uh, that's probably it. So uh, thanks for being on the show, Pete, and uh, sharing your wisdom. And uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll catch up soon. Awesome. Thank you so much. And thanks for running the podcast this year. It's been super fun. Oh, yeah, man. Thanks thanks for listening. And thanks uh, for everybody listening. It's uh, It's been super fun to do. So, All right, man. Cool. See you later. Absolutely. Bye. Thanks again for being on the show, Pete. Uh, really appreciate you. Uh, wrapping up, because uh, this podcast has already gone on a little bit. Uh, lastly, it's time for the news in the Tidy Bakery. So what is the baker up to in both senses so one is me i'm tidy bakery i'm making cookies it is holiday cookie time uh for me so i uh i got distracted and a couple batches were a little bit uh overcooked but actually that's how my wife likes them so um you know i also did some substitution of butter versus shortening i i'm a butter person not a shortening person so playing with the the timing and the recipe is just trying to dial it in just like everybody's trying to dial in their lineups for the playoffs i just made this morning some great cookies gotta recommend allison roman dining in maybe my favorite cookbook we picked up all year that second favorite i I love samin nostrat but um if you know what I'm talking about, holler at me, by the way. I made uh, Allison Roman's shortbread chocolate chunk cookies. Um, we have some people coming over just to hang out and look at our Christmas tree and, and have a cocktail and figure to make some cookies for them to enjoy. On the Baker Mayfield side, uh, he's the Cleveland Browns quarterback that I always talk about because I'm so interested. He, uh, he didn't do well last week, guys, against Houston. Nobody expected it. Uh, really Houston's a tough defense and Cleveland's O-line is bad. Uh, but, uh, Baker threw three interceptions. Um, sorry. Yeah, he did. He did. He did. It was, it was bad. So if you played the Houston D congratulations, uh, cam and, and the Panthers are his opponents this week. It's probably not good either. Uh, you know, I think Baker is probably just like the rest of us waiting for 2018 to be over and he can move on 
for us it's a new year him probably a new coach and and you know we're just kind of waiting for this to be over so just a few more weeks baker and uh and just a couple more weeks uh after this for the playoffs so everybody enjoy the first week of the playoffs enjoy the action have a great weekend and i will be hollering at you soon bye now what d-r-a-m-a drama (laughs) right there yep for